And welcome to Midday Cafe, episode 10, this Monday, 5-17-2021. Today we're going to be discussing Microsoft Teams, large meetings, as well as Microsoft Teams for Home. I want to welcome our panelists to the podcast today. So if we can start with Scott, and we'll kind of do a round robin. Scott, you want to introduce yourself? Sure, I'm Scott Moore. I'm a Teams technical specialist here with it. Health and Life Sciences. Excellent. And Sue? Hi, Sue Vinsel. I am also a team's technical specialist uh, on the team with these crazy cats. Happy to be here. And last but never least, Pete? Uh, Pete Manello. I'm also a team's technical specialist within the healthcare org on the East. So we're all, we're all peers and in this together. And I'm your host, Michael Giannotti, and I'm the same as them. So we're all the same. We're like the compadres here. So uh, I want to welcome everybody. We have a lot to cover today for Midday Cafe. So why don't you go ahead, grab your cup of techno goodness, caffeinate up, and let's get ready to ride. So for our first topic, we are bringing up, and this is why I saved you for last, Pete, because now you go first. We're going to bring up Mr. Pete Anello to talk about large meetings and what they are and why you want to know. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Um, we, we announced last week, we've been talking about it for a long time, and our customers have been really anxious, you know, chomping at the bit for large meeting support for pretty much as long as I can remember. We finally committed to it, and... We've been waiting patiently almost day by day, week by week, and ultimately uh, it led to on the 11th, we announced that large meeting support was rolling out within Teams, within the webinar space. So that's an interactive meeting up to 1,000 participants, whoa, whoa. Um, and then it can scale whoa, whoa. Whoa. to 10,000. Whoa. How many? 1,000. I just had to do that. <laughs> is that did I is that what I said? Or did I say yes, something else? Because, but a lot of folks have no idea we were rolling that out. Yeah, a lot of our customers, a lot of my customers hound me almost weekly on when this feature is coming out. Um, but many may not know that it is coming out. But yeah, 1,000 active participants, and then it has the ability to scale. Um, an additional nine, uh, an additional 19,000 participants to be view only. So that's 20,000 users can be within a web webinar. Um, the first thousand are interacting just like the four of us are here. Um, you know, obviously you want presenter attendee controls and, you know, policies in place, but uh, it can scale up to 20,000 and those additional people will be able to experience that webinar, but in a view-only capacity. That is awesome. Comments, questions from the gallery here. It's quiet. I want to test one. It's hard It's hard to get a test of those together because not many of us know a 1,000 people that can, or <laughs> 1,002 who can hop on a call at a specific time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. And uh, 
But some of the things, though, I thought was interesting, not only the scale, but the controls that it brings and some of the features that I actually have a meeting right after this to talk about this with a customer because they want to do like uh, for certain events and stuff, they want to have a registration page. They want to track and do all that. So anybody want to speak to that piece? Maybe educate me. I mean, you definitely have the ability to register the web, web, webinar now, um, put in specific questions and fields that are required to answer. Um, and then when that webinar is over, there's there's a report that you can run to see, you know, who joined, when they joined, how long they joined for. Um, nice. So all that tracking capability. How about some of the advanced controls that it kind of brings front and center around the because a thousand people can be that's a lot of interactive people yeah right so what are some <laughs> of the things you've seen uh that it does with that yeah so it's important at you know at, when you are going to have an event like that to identify who's going to be your you know presenters or your um you know and who's going to be your attendees and identify them out of the gate at that point, you know, you can do things like hard mute everyone, hard mute people's cameras, right? So, you, you know, thousand people, you might only want yeah. a specific group of people to be able to show their camera because of just the sheer volume. So those controls are there. Um, and there is some thought that needs to go into managing an event of that size and, and having those sort of predefined roles ahead of time is important. Yeah, I think for when I looked at it, for me, it was the the really cool thing. We've got we've had meetings, right? Forever. <laughs> He's going to attend to the weed whacker <laughs> into the jungle. There he goes. Um, Sorry. But you know, we've had the meetings forever. We have live events, which is a very controlled experience, typically delivered by people with domain expertise around webcasts. But this kind of falls squarely in the middle of those two. It brings them together, right? It's like uh, Reese's peanut butter cup, right? <laughs> it's like two great tastes. It, it, you just have it all in one right there. So, um, yeah. and then it gives you flexibility, you know, where before with the smaller meeting limit, you know, you might not expect to hit that target and then you do and you're kind of like stuck. Mm -hmm. This allows it to be elastic. Um, so you don't, you don't have to worry as much yeah I, I think it's great it's uh you've got those controls you have the you know the big thing with setting the mute and unmute and we've played with it a bit where you know setting up that meeting and you can have them already pre-muted so they join audio video working but then you have the ability to release that so if they you know if they say in chat and you want to have them speak that's all uh, presenter controlled, and that's pretty awesome. So one of the things that they put in the announcement last week was a getting started guide for Teams webinars where it covers nice. all of these things in details. Uh -huh. um, we can share that at the end, but it's uh, aka MS slash Teams webinar slash guide. So what's um, that again? AKA.MS 
slash teams webinar slash guide slash guide cool yeah we'll definitely we'll share the link in the the post afterwards um anybody else been seeing discussion people asking for this kind of stuff some use cases one of the earliest and first and probably one of the more valid use cases I heard of early on was from one of our uh, provider customers who has clinics, uh, over 20,000 clinics in the U.S. and clinics across the globe. Mm -hmm. They cooperate with one another when there are uh, disasters and catastrophes worldwide. You know, so... There may be severe flooding in a certain part of the country, severe flooding in a certain part of the country, and things like sterilized gloves, equipment like that, some basic, you know, fundamental yeah. provisions are ruined. So they work as a cooperative, and they have essentially these very long, you know, 12, 20-hour calls that go on that can sometimes have 100 to 800 people on them where it's essentially like a free live um, auctioneer's block, right? Like, hey, we have a disaster on X, we need X, Y, and Z, who has it? Wow. Um, so their, their main thing was, we don't know when they're coming in, we don't know when they're joining, but it can get very large and we're talking about a disaster situation, right? So we can't think about a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, we just need to be able to spin it up. Um, and I thought that was a really solid use case. And we brought that back to engineering probably like three, three and a half years ago. That's good. Very cool. That is neat. Anything from anybody else on this? One day, you won't be able to shut me up. One day. <laughs> That's all, all right. right. And I see Scott, he's been like reading over our next topic intently because it just yeah, released. <laughs> I'm like, Scott, are you there? So I'm here. So definitely we can segue. There's there's also a new feature that was announced today, Teams for Home. So this is now a consumer version of Teams that we have out there today where anyone with an email address, they can register and they can download Teams with that identity. So you can now use Teams features, you know, associated um, with that identity. So you can instant message, you can peer-to-peer -peer call, you can have meetings, uh, well, peer-to-peer -peer meetings, that is. Um, but there's, it, it de definitely extends a lot of these capabilities now into the consumer space. You know, there's even some use cases out there where you can assign tasks in a shared to-do list in Teams. Um, you can even do instant polling, so you could, you know, schedule a poll with the participants in, the, uh, in that perpetual chat. And say, hey, what do you guys want to do this weekend? You guys want to go camping or, you know, go to the racetrack or or whatever? You know, you can do those type of things inside of Teams, you know, in the consumer, you know, version. You can schedule and share meeting invites there. Um, it really opens up a lot of different capabilities. It's really cool because, you know, some of the use cases that are being shown in the public website are really around, you know, giving it to your kids, you know, and using that as a, as a communications you know, mechanism with your kids. Everybody has their own team's identity. You know, you can keep track of your kids, you know, assign them to clean their room, wash the dishes, you know, and they, and they can you know, keep, keep track of them there. So it's really interesting. 
I think it's a lot of value too. You can have an hour long call with up to a hundred people. So, and this is all free. Uh, And then if it's how much free, free, (laughs) free, 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 free. And then if it's a a one-on-one up to 24 hours, I don't, there's not a soul out there. I would want to talk to for 24 hours, but it's there. It's, it's in there. Uh, and Pete posted the link at 1215. If you all want to scroll up and take a look, that's a nice public link. Send it out to your friends and family. You can check it out. It's yeah, fun. we'll include that in the post as well. Um, one of the other things I thought was interesting, so you can register with that email, right, and download that. And I like the scenario you're talking about with, you know, parents and kids especially as kids are returning back to school, parents are going mm-hmm. back to work and they're physically disparate. But for the parent, when they go back to work, they're probably using Teams. Do they got to download two clients? Same yeah. client. What do they do? Yeah. Do you want to cover that, Scott? Well, that would be the mobile client coming out of the... Uh out of your mobile device, most likely. So that, Android. And, and, and they made it so easy to switch between the two profiles. So I, I'm i sure all of us probably have a personal account and a work account. You know, I've had my personal account for a while. So I don't have to have the app installed twice. I can just switch in between. And I like that I can keep it separate, my personal yeah. life and my work life. I like that I can keep that separate. Yeah, I like that being able to add that personal one and then do that flip. And it does. It provides a clear, uh, you know, switch. But you'll still see, like, the little alerts and the numbers popping up. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's, like, ideal because you get the separation and then you also get the controls from the enterprise space. uh, But the ability, you know, for to flip to your kids and do stuff from there. And... uh, I think that's pretty cool. Anything else that stood out to anybody? Uh, any cool features? I think, Sue, you were showing some. Oh, well, I, I was playing around with the standout uh, presentation. I can do that What's real that? quick. Let me sh- let me, you know what? Since you asked, let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here it is. Um, this is being able to you know, be like the weather person. Um, where I can show up. This is the actual page. See, I can point to it. Click here. This is the link that Pete posted at 1215. But uh, what Scott didn't mention is check this out. It's like a live (laughs) virtual lounge. So you can feel like you're actually at a bar with your people. uh, Yeah. So can you go back to that one sec? For those who are on the audio, it's actually looking like kind of like a bar like atmosphere. Um, it, it looks to me like a more personal, homey version of that together mode, but focusing more on the friends and family kind of scenario and social. And th- thanks for spelling that out for our listening only people. Um, I forgot about that. Uh, but yeah, so there's this one. So again, it looks like a bar and everyone's sitting at it. And I, when I was with another company, and Microsoft came out with the together mode. I really made fun of it. I was like, Psh, you know, who's going to deal with that? But then when I came on board and got to actually use the feature, it, it it doubles my smile. I actually felt like 
I can't believe it. I fell for it. I felt like I was in the same with the team. Sucker! You fell for it. Sucker, I know. And I loved it. Um, uh, the next screen here, and if you scroll down, everything Scott talked about is all on this web page. Um, this is showing about how you can do an instant poll. Hike, do you guys want to hike or barbecue, which would be my vote. Uh, but anyway, so, but also the main reason I'm showing you is because this is the standout mode and it allows me to be more interactive with my presentations. Very cool. So, now, wait a minute, down below it says organize your life all in one place and I see like a little Excel yes. file icon. What are they talking about here? So there's a dashboard. See, so you got, uh, over here you can chat. Uh, so right now I'm looking, I'm showing a little mock demo of the Teams client. Um, there's a chat up at the top or you can hit on the dashboard and the dashboard is where it keeps all your, your your tasks your ongoing messages your calendar you can keep it all in one place to help you stay organized as well as shared content another cool thing there is also there says there's a digital safe so think of that as a collection area for where you can save content that everybody can share and collaborate on yep it's so, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Nah, that's it. I think we we talked off. Yeah. No, I think that's cool. So, I mean, Monday, it seems to be Teams Day today for Monday. Monday. It's Teams Day every day. Like every team. day. Come so we've now. got the large, large meetings. If you, if you haven't talked to your IT about them, if you're not seeing them yet, you want to do that. Um, and then uh, the personal one. I think that's great because it gives you a lot of flexibility and yeah. And I just want to, want to, the whole single, you know, if we're already using teams, it just makes my life easier that I can now use teams in my personal life as well. Right. We don't, you know, we don't need zoom. We can just we use what? Microsoft. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's out and we're, I know I, I confused you guys. Uh, there's but, no excuse. Yeah, and it's, again, you're on a common platform now, right, with your family. So yeah. all these folks working with Teams during the day, now you can have an easy-to-use common experience for everybody. Yeah. So any last thoughts, uh, call-outs by anybody, anything else going on? I think the, the big play here really is around, you know, extending these capabilities into the consumer space, you know. Yeah. That's the yep. biggest thing. It's really, really cool. I'd like just to put a, a shout out there just for topics from our listeners. You know, if there's anything you guys want us to cover, we, we try to share what we've learned in the past five days at work. You know, mm -hmm. somehow Mike finds a way to pull it out of us. Uh, but what do you all want to hear? Let us yeah. know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is only our second episode. I mean, it's episode 10, but really the second of this new format. So we're just finding our way. And as you know, there are topics that are hot buttons for you. Please come to the post at, you know, and this is where you'll find the video version and all the resources. So if you're listening, video, you know, video and resource links, um, you go to aka.ms slash HLS blog. That's aka.ms slash HLS blog. And there you'll be able to find the post. You can make comments. You can leave suggestions. We monitor all that. You can also reach out to us on LinkedIn. We're all on LinkedIn. 
So feel free to harass all of us. Scott said he especially appreciates that when people uh, get him on LinkedIn. And, uh, you know, find us there. And then also, lastly, take, as you start to find some value in things that we're talking about, you can take us on the go. You can find us on Apple iPod, uh, iTunes, I'm sorry, Apple iTunes Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on Spotify. So we're on all three of the biggies, and you can take Midday Cafe on the go with you. And we encourage that and uh, let us know what we can do for you and what we can talk about. So with that, this is Mike. Sue Benzel. Scott Moore. And Pete Anello. <laughs> Pete Anello. We're bidding, we all bid you a good day. Have a great day, a great rest of the week. And we'll be back this next Monday with Midday Cafe. Bye, everyone. See you guys. Bye. See ya.